0: how how nice it is don't get me wrong it's nice to talk to you don't get me wrong what do i mean by that hey it's i get it it's been a while i blew it well i didn't blow it let's not start off like that let's i feel i feel a little bit guilty i meant to get i meant i meant to get around to you sooner and it's it's my wish and my dream that that you've been pining away for an episode um that's what i that's what i hope happened um, but then again if that happened I apologize because I feel like geez that's that's what I want is for people to look forward to this and then then what do I do I don't put it out in a in in an always the most timely manner and believe you me believe you me when I say to you a true thing that I'm about to say which why would I lie why would I lie to you um I have a couple of interviews recorded of guests to put out on the podcast but you know, then it's sitting down and uh, doing this part of the thing. But today, what I thought I would do, rather than have a guest, since it's been a little while, and I thought it's been not only has it been a little while uh, since my last episode, but it's been a little while since the last time I spoke to you. Uh, just, just us, just us talking, uh, just us talking. I have been out talking to people. In the big wide world, I've been to Des Moines, Iowa, and Denver, Colorado. I'm not going alphabetical, but uh, every once in a while it works out that way. And uh, thank you to the people who came out there. And so this now is what I'm telling you about the gigs that are having that I, that are coming up. And sometimes I play a little music while I'm telling you that. So listen, I'm going to be in. Uh, I wish I could turn that down a little bit. Uh, what do I do? That's nice. That seems professional. If only I'd had it like that at the beginning. Um, hey, I'm going to be in uh, Levittown, New York, at Governor's Comedy Club, November 4th and 5th. Now, I do know that in the movie, Comedian Jerry Seinfeld described that place as a shithole. But uh, that's not how I look at it. <laughs> I look at it as a gig that I'm looking forward to going to do. So if that's in your neighborhood, don't let, don't let Jerry Seinfeld tell you how to have a good time. Oh, that stopped. That's, that's yeah there now we're back at it. Come on out to Governor's uh, November 4th and 5th in Levittown, uh, New York on Long Island. And then uh, November 26th, that's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'm going to be at the Hollywood Improv on Melrose Avenue. So right here in my home locale, I can drive to that. From my house, I could walk there, but it would take me a long time. So, coming out to the Hollywood Improv, November twenty-sixth. I'm going to be in Chicago at Zanies, both downtown on the first and second of December, and then out in Rosemont, December third, Zanies. And then also, don't let that music fool you. I'm not done. Uh, but let's try this other. Let's try this other news. News uh, music. Yeah, that's just breaking. I'm also going to be in San Francisco, December eighth. 9 and 10 at the San Francisco Punchline. And that's on Battery Street downtown. It's a little tricky to find, but you can Google it soon. I know you're going to get there. I'll be in Irvine, California, December 15th through 18th. Again, I can drive there from my house. And then December 29th through 31st, if you're keeping up with the calendar, that's New Year's Eve. I'll be in Tacoma, Washington at the Tacoma Comedy Club. (laughs) Ha ha! So... I finished on time with the music. Come out to one of those things or check my schedule jakethis.com is my website where my schedule is. Uh you could oh I'm looking at my website right now. You can click here to donate to help support my podcast. People have done it. Um no pressure. And then if you look right at the bottom right of the front page of my website, there's a it looks like it's an ad for the GoPro uh GoPro Hero if you click on that, it'll take you to Amazon, and anything you buy at Amazon this holiday season, I'll get a little cut. Won't cost you anything extra. People do that, also. You could do that. It would help me. It would help me. I'd appreciate it. Uh, if you—that is—if you want to help me. Uh, but if you're out there trying to hold me back, well, it might be working. I don't know. It might be working. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. I have been—I have been a little bit held back this week because uh, uh, my friend. Kevin Meaney passed away, and that made me that made me sad. If you don't know who Kevin Meaney is, you ought to Google him. Uh, go online and watch some of those videos. There's he he did some of the same material for quite a long time, but the way that he committed to it a hundred percent, I could watch him sing the "I Don't Care" song every day, and I think it would make me happy. I haven't really tried that, but I have been I have been watching it every day recently. Just because I miss him and I'm so sad that he's gone, and uh, so go online and, and watch some Kevin Meaney. Do yourself a favor, and then it's too bad you can't go see him live, but you can watch some of those videos. Even my wife and daughter, who had never seen him before, were were compelled to laughter by the end because if if you if you as a performer want to know what commitment means, you watch him do those jokes, and I'm telling you, he is committed. One hundred percent. Some people say. Some people like to say more than one hundred percent. Like he's he's hundred and ten. He's in there hundred and twenty-three percent. But you know, a the most he could do. Uh, we all know that. We all know that. But sometimes we're exaggerating for effect. I'm not trying to take away from those of you who often say numbers larger than hundred percent. I'm just saying when I say hundred percent, I mean hundred percent. So um, anyway, rest in peace, Kevin Meaney uh that is a guy who if we get to go to heaven i am gonna find him i'm gonna find him um so well assuming if we get to go go to heaven if i if we get to go to heaven if i get to go to heaven if kevin Meany got to go to heaven if we all if heaven's on the table and he's there and i'm there i'm gonna find him if if we wind up in the other place i'm gonna find him there too Because uh, if you, one guy who I'm pretty sure could get me to laugh, even if we were together in hell, it would be Kevin Meany. And that's why I miss him so much. Um, Also, the king of Thailand has died. How about that? I heard about that and I thought, oh, well, the king of Thailand. I, I wasn't even, I didn't really even realize there was a king of Thailand. And you may be thinking, well, you didn't know that either. Well, he passed away and it was a big deal. Um, when I when I heard that the red light district had shut down, you know, when when the hookers... I don't know if... Uh, sex workers, obviously, you know what I'm talking about. I don't think... I don't want to call... I don't want to say whore anymore. I don't think I want to say that. Hooker, I feel like, is, is sort of an affection. I don't mean anything mean by it, but sex workers, that's who I'm talking about. I, certainly, the sex workers, you've got to... Hats off, sex workers of America, by, you know... As uh, I've never been a customer of a sex worker, but I can imagine that uh, if you're a customer of a sex worker, you're grateful. You're grateful that that they're around, and uh, I'm not. and I'm not, not talking. You know, geez, you can get into this whole: are they victims? Are they business people? I hope that all of the sex workers out there are fully informed and choosing 100% to do that by choice. I don't need to get into a conversation about whether or not that's true because. I'm sure from some standpoint, why would you do that? Why would you do that if there wasn't something broken or missing in your life? But uh, I, I, this that's beyond the scope of this podcast or this conversation or my abilities to express and articulate myself and my desire to be in an argument with someone about that. I do not want to be... You know, I wouldn't say that I'm uh, averse to conflict because it happens from time to time and uh, I can manage my way through it. I don't avoid it at all costs, but I do not need to be in an argument about uh, whether, whether prostitutes or sex workers or hookers or whatever word we want to use for them are victims or not because, look... We're all victims from time to time. Bad shit happens. But, you know, you've got to take responsibility for that, don't you? If you're going to move on with your life, you have to say not responsibility in the sense that blame the victim, but responsibility in that, like, what could I be doing differently in my life to either avoid uh, or, um, I think, avoid. It's avoid these type of situations or not not cause them, which is also avoiding them um but not to blame the victim but we're just we're doing our best it's we're steering let's try and control the things we can control and then accept the things we can't control and be wise enough to know the difference oh 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 that's the serenity serenity prayer um and so the king of Thailand he was 88 years old when he passed away and why was it such a big deal why did the sex workers take the day off Or the week off, or why? Why was the kind? He had been the king, ladies and gentlemen, for seventy years. He was eighty-eight, so that means quick math. Luckily, one of those numbers ends in a zero, so it makes it easy. Uh, He was eighteen years old when he became the king, um, according to my math, and that means he was the king his whole grown-up life and some of his childhood. You know, I hate to break it to you, eighteen years old. But uh, that's still you're going to count that later as part of your childhood. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Look, that that's not what I'm. That's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm trying to say he was the king for seventy years. He was the king longer than I've been a person. So when I was born, he was already king of Thailand for s- several years, quite a while. Now that's some math. Done. <laughs> okay, so he was the king for seventy years, and I'm fifty-six. I've already mentioned that on the podcast before. So Quickly, fourteen years. He he had been the king for fourteen years when I was born. So he was the king for a long, long time. Vietnam, he was the king during that. During the Vietnam War, this guy was the king during that, and he was he was a young man at that at that time. Young young to me now, I suppose. In your thirties, if you're listening in your thirties, you know, it doesn't seem like you're young, but you are young. Don't don't you forget it. And also, do, what, the precious resource What I'm trying to talk about What I'm trying to say Is we're all going to die someday Poor Kevin Meany Poor Kevin Meany. I think he had a great life The sad thing is that he's that he was gone at 60 years of age 88, much nicer number Like the king of Thailand But 88's, you know Whenever you go You're probably wishing that you'd had another day or two And Maybe, in the, I don't know Once you get into your 90s maybe enough's enough. Maybe 88 is enough is enough. 88's a solid number. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd complain about it. Well, you, maybe you would complain. I don't know. Do you want to know the day that you're going to go, or do you want to not know the day that you're going to go? Because if you know, then you can have a lead up. You can have a lead up to your launch, to your blast off, to go to the other place. And you can say goodbye. You can have some parties. You can travel, do some bucket list stuff, assuming that you're in good enough shape to do that. I mean, maybe you know maybe you know the day that you're going to go and then you plan two weeks of great parties, but what you didn't know is, yeah, that's the day you're going to go, but there's going to be a couple of weeks ahead of that where you're just going to be in a coma, hooked up to the beep, beep, beep machine. Yeah, well, look, a lot of things can go on. I'm not trying to write your science fiction story. You can write your science fiction story or your O. Henry story, if you know who O. Henry is. Oh, Henry. Um, wrote those stories from prison is my understanding. Um, I am going to. Oh, you know, this is what I was going to do. I don't know if you can follow me on Flipboard. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm not. It's not a, I'm not trying to get you to do another thing. Believe me, I know you got your hands full. You're following people on Twitter. You, I'm on Twitter at check This Instagram and Facebook. You can click on all those things. You can sign up for email lists. You're a busy person. I'm not saying I want you to follow me on Flipboard. I'm saying I'm on Flipboard. And I have a, a, you know, they call it a magazine, but it's not. It's a thing that I'm doing where I put stories that I'm interested in onto Flipboard, and so that I can go back and look at them again. So while I'm talking to you, I'm going onto my Flipboard, and it's taking more than just a second. And I'm going to my little magazine, the latest thing that I put on there, uh, Stephen Hawking. He's talking about AI, but that's not what I wanted to talk about right now. I wanted to talk about, um, I wanted to talk about the as the things that you regret when you get old. Six, oh, no. Oh, boy, there's some stuff about minimalism on there. Female Viagra, boy, there's, there's a lot. And why? Five biggest regrets people have before they die. That's what I wanted to find. It's a few, it's a while back. Boy, there's some good stories. I'm an interesting person. When you follow me on Flipboard, um, hey, yeah, I, don't, I don't know how you even find that. But uh, the good news about death, Here's uh can benefit us because you can find out what people regretted uh, that they did. five most common regrets uh of people who who know that they're dying is that I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me and um, so I'm just ticking these off for myself, you know because I read this, of course, what you do when you read this is you think about you think about yourself. And you try to decide if you're nailing it or not, <laughs> right? That's what we're doing. We're comparing ourselves to some kind of standard, or we're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out if we're nailing it. Maybe, maybe we're not. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're. Maybe the. Maybe you're living the unexamined life. I can't imagine that if you're listening to this, that you would be living the unexamined life because. because the whole point of this podcast is me examining my life and other people's lives. So why would you? Maybe you're not examining your life, but that's what you like to do—is examine other people's lives. I don't know. Look, I can't figure you out. I'm talking, but you could send me an email, tell me if you're living an unexamined life. I'm curious about what that's like. Um, you know, I've always—I've always kind of, in some sense, those are the people that are most aggravating when you're when you're constantly looking at your own life and trying to figure out, am I doing this right or was that my fault? And then you see other people breezing through life, making mistakes and hurting people's feelings, hurting your feelings, cutting you off in traffic, and they don't give a shit. Um, part of me is, of course, angry at them, as as you are. It's 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 not fun to be constantly having to get out of the way of people who don't even know that they're cutting you off. But, on the other hand... How um, part of me is jealous. Part of me is like, wow, what would it what must it be like to just go through life feeling like it's my turn all the time, man? Oh, it's my turn. What if that's a good, uh, you know, there's there's your uh, get get your lipstick out and write that on your bathroom mirror. It's my turn. I, I heard this one the other day. Life. You want to go through life as if life is happening for you and not to you. And uh that I thought that was a good one. But I also like, it's, it's my turn. It's my turn. Let's wake up tomorrow and remind ourselves, it's my turn. When I say my turn, I don't mean you say your turn because it's my turn. I mean you say it's my turn like, you think you knew that. I, I, To be honest, for joke purposes, I was creating a little bit of a misunderstanding that probably didn't really exist. So, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Well, that... I'm doing that. I dropped out of college, which, believe me, a lot of people, I had a lot of people fooled into thinking that I was going to get a college degree. And I'm not encouraging you to drop out of college. I think, you know, I wouldn't say that's one of my regrets, but I I would, I still, even now, in retrospect, I feel good about my decision. But it wouldn't have killed me to get that degree, you know, to have it, to be able to look at that and go, yeah, I also did that. But um, I got off the everybody bus because I had an idea of what I wanted to do with my life and I don't regret it and I have to say that when I hear sometimes my wife will say well everybody says this or everybody thinks that it's like look I don't really care what everybody thinks I care what my wife thinks I care what my daughter thinks and I care what my friends think but ultimately I'm the person who decides what I'm going to do and uh, and so I don't I don't think I have that regret about living a life others expected of me. I do. I do feel like sometimes. Well, maybe there. Maybe there's something. And that's that's one of the things that I'm doing in, now in my life is looking into at this tender age that I am. Just what if I'm gonna? What if I'm out at 60? What if I only got four years left? I'm trying to think about what are what are some things that I am doing that maybe I would not do if I was going to be done, done at 60. And what are some things um, that I'm not doing that I would like to do? And you know, one of those things was going to that. Uh, Comedy Festival in Melbourne, Australia. And I'm sorry that I'm, if there's anyone here listening from Australia, believe me, I am sorry that I'm not going to be there this year. And uh, when by this year, I mean next year, 2017. So I hope to see you in 2018 down there. Not just hope to, that is going to happen with God as my witness, barring some kind of heart explosion. You know, you're not even supposed to say that stuff, but uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about jinxing anything like that. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Well, I, don't, I can't really say I have that regret, either, because I feel like I learned long ago in 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 comedy, in show showbiz comedy, show business, uh, you kind of are constantly fluctuating back and forth between, oh man, I'm in a panic, I need to take every gig that I can get, and uh, I got too many gigs, I'm, my sanity is breaking down, and so you're always kind of switching gears between there, so I do have moments where I feel like, oh, I took more gigs than I needed, or like, uh, this year, uh, I've, I've, I didn't realize that some really great gigs were going to come in and I had taken some other gigs, but you know, once you commit to them, you, you do them. So I can't say that I, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I feel like, I feel like I've worked hard enough. Sometimes I think maybe I wish I had made some goals for myself and focused on those or been a no no knew then what I know now about setting goals and achieving goals. But, uh, but I can't say I have a regret about that. But if you wish that you hadn't worked so hard, maybe you should not work so hard. You should think about in your life. What are your priorities? And are you doing all the things you could do? And are there things, are you doing work that you could not be doing? And, and could you be spending more time with your family or yourself, enjoying yourself? What are you saving up all that money for? What are you going to do with it? Hand it to your kid? Why don't you spend some time with your kid now? All right number 3 i wish i had the courage to express my feelings well let's express our feelings i care about you i thank you for listening to this and i and i try and tell my friends how i feel about them i i wish i wish that i could see kevin Meany. I, I you know I, it's hard to say to a person man you are so you've made me so happy watching you you know in the room he was a guy I would go into the room to watch him if I had the chance, just because I enjoyed it so much. And I know he could feel comedians coming into the room. I know he knew that that was what was going on. But uh, I really hope he—I I really hope he knew it. Now, now that he's gone, I, I maybe I should have said that to him. So uh, let's let's go express some feelings to somebody. That's number three. That's number three regret. Jesus, how many of these are there? I think there's only five. So this isn't going to kill you. If if you're hating this, it's not going to kill you. But if it does kill you, don't forget to take care of some of these beforehand. I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Well, you got to stay in touch with your friends. I feel like I'm trying to stay in touch with my friends. It's tr- it's tricky, isn't it? When you get to be an adult and you got a wife and a family, you got to be in touch with them so much, you can lose touch with some of your other friends. I feel lucky in my life not not to. I, this is really turning into some horn tooting, isn't it? But I've I've been lucky with my friends that i because of my job, I travel around a lot and then they put it in the newspaper and on the radio. So if you're my friend and I haven't seen you in a while, you can decide to come out and see me. That's them keeping in touch with me. I wish uh, that's, that's, I'm going to put that on my to-do list. Maybe I need to make a list and get out there and get in touch with my friends. I'm, I'm going to make, you know, I had a friend, I had a friend, I had, I think he still is my friend, Rick Reynolds. And, uh, he every year would make a list of his, I think it was top 20 friends, and then he would tell you if you were on it what number you were and why you were that number and not another number and how you changed from last year to this year and what you could do to improve your score. It was sort of a sort of a douchey thing to do, but he knew that. That's the sense of humor that he had. He enjoyed that. And uh, I, I always thought that was such a sort of a-hole thing to do of him. But now I'm starting to think maybe... Maybe I should make that list. I don't have to tell everybody about it, but I should make that list and I should make sure to get in touch with the people who are on that list because at this point with a wife and a kid, I'm, I'm not always talking to them and uh, talking to those people who are on that list. And One person, Matt Weinhold, I can think of him right now. There he is, Matt Weinhold. <laughs> You're not listening to this, but I, I, I love you, man. I'm going to call you when I get off of this. How about that? You can watch Matt on some YouTube while you're out there watching Kevin Meaney. So that was the number four. Wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Get in touch with your friend. Number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. Hmm. This is surprisingly common. It says many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. And it is a choice, really, kind of, isn't it? You, you kind of, you. It, sometimes you can point to all these things that are making you Unhappy, but really, those are those are things that are happening outside of you. You can let go of those things. I read this one, the other, this thing the other day that said, uh, uh, "Forgiveness is the only revenge," and that really, it it really is true. It, sa- it sounds weird, but I, you know, I take that to mean you've you've always got the when you're when you're sitting around stewing about the people who are making you miserable, you you can decide to try to start to forgive them. And then once you have forgiven them, I'm not saying that they're not I'm not saying they're not assholes. I'm not saying they're not. Because I know you want to I know you'd like to argue on behalf of not forgiving them. I know I'm I, that's that's who I think you are. And I mean maybe maybe I'm selling you short. Maybe I'm selling you short. Uh maybe you do want to forgive them. But I'm not saying they're not assholes. And that is the hard thing about forgiveness is you know you you, you you don't have to you don't have to say that what they did was okay but you can say look i i get why a person in your situation would do the thing that you did or look i'm not going to waste my time i'm not going that's that's on you your behavior is on you yes it hurt me yes it affected me but uh, i'm not going to spend the rest of my life blaming you for my problems i'm just going to take that punch and i'm going to go on with my life elsewhere you know that's that's the other one rocky 6 man it's not how hard you can hit it's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward that's what it's all about that's what it's all about i'm not saying go out there and try and get hit i'm saying when you do get hit don't let it don't let it stop you keep moving forward and don't think about what kind of a jerk would hit you just keep moving forward if you got to hit him back i'm not a I don't think fighting is really the best analogy to life because I I feel like once you once you've resorted to some kind of physical violence you're you're down the physical violence path and you're going to do that for as long as you need to and then eventually you're going to wind up back to the talking path so you could really skip the physical violence if possible I mean I do get that there are some people out there just going to be physically violent and so what are you going to do you better shoot them but you know it would be great if you could shoot their bullet with your bullet but you can't you can just shoot them and they can shoot you and so then there's two people who got shot and I know you don't like to be the only person who got shot you would like them to also get shot but what if you thought they were going to shoot you and then it turned out they just had a book they were just reaching for a book or their driver's license I don't know if there's any police listening to this well, okay, so this has—I have enjoyed talking about all of these things. I'm just going to pause for a minute and see if there's something else that I want to talk about today. <laughs> I don't know this—I didn't mean for this to really get. Uh, I hope it's not morbid or maudlin. I'm trying to keep it. I, I don't think it is. I think I'm okay. Reality check. You see there? I—I <laughs> I forgot it's my turn. I forgot it's my turn. I forgot it's my turn, but it is my turn. I forgot it's my turn, it is, it's my turn. I forgot it's my turn, it's my turn. Uh, don't write, I forgot it's my turn. Above, it's my turn on the mirror. Just write, it's my turn, it's my turn. Or today, it's my turn. Or right now, it's my turn. And But don't, but don't go, don't shoot anybody because you think it's your turn. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying it's, it's your turn to go. It's your turn to go out there, do the thing, do the thing that you want to do sit down make your list that's what we're doing around here we're making a list of places that we want to travel my wife has a job now so she's got much less vacation in her year and uh, this year I think I mentioned during the Christmas holiday I'm going to be up in Tacoma for a New Year's Eve gig so we can't take that to a couple weeks of her vacation and do something because I'm already I've got I've got to work on her vacation which is uh, mm, I might not have scheduled it that way but uh it's going to be fun if you're in tacoma let's enjoy that let's enjoy that um but we're trying to make our list for next year places we want to go and uh and things where we want to visit i mean man i'd love to see those pyramids but i don't think this is a great time to go to e- egypt and um so we're also we're, we're just trying to make that list cuba That's a place that we want to go. But these sound, uh, maybe, I don't know how they sound to you. But uh, if you've been anywhere, here's Cuba, Thailand. We like to go to Thailand. They're going to have a new king. Um, Vietnam. Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia, those are on the list. Uh, Japan is on the list. Um, Greece is on the list. I already mentioned Egypt. We want to go to a country in Africa, see some animals. Uh, Maybe somewhere in South America. We're thinking about Peru and I think I've mentioned before. I think that I that I'd like to go to Peru and do an ay- ayahuasca trip, but I don't. Th- I don't think you'd take. I don't think you'd take that trip with your 12 year old daughter. In fact, I know you don't. So that's not going to happen. But my, one of my upcoming guests, Mike Kaplan. That's what we talk about in the conversation that we had. We've already had it, so I know what happens in it. And we talk all about his ayahuasca experiences. So if you, like me, have been considering that or are curious about that, that's an episode that I urge you to enjoy. (laughs) I urge you to enjoy it. I urge you to listen to it. And then I hope you enjoy it. I think those are the right... I think those those are the verbs. Are those verbs? Those are verbs that best describe the things that are going on inside of me. Right now, when I think about that, so before you get old, um, don't forget to take care of your worries, and and also this is the other thing. Remember, time, 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 time is the precious resource. It's not money. You can get more money at work, um, and when you do, please go on Amazon and buy some things after you've clicked through the link at my site, because that would help me out. But uh, money's not in short supply. In the long run, in the long run, you're gonna run out of time. You're gonna run out of time. Now you may run out of money before you run out of time, and that's a situation that we're all trying to avoid. But um, time, time is time is not on your side. It's sort of on your side, but not really. Time, time's gonna catch up with you. Time, time's gonna time's gonna take care of everything. Uh, I'm going to pause for just a second, or, uh, well, I'm going to pause for longer than a second to me, but it's just going to seem like a second to you, and then think about if there's anything else that I'd like to say, because we're coming up on 29 minutes, which I feel like is a solid effort on both of our parts. All right, all right, I'm back. I'm back. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm here. Um, so, yeah, I just Googled time versus money, Just and of course there's an ad for some tiny camera that I've been looking at on Amazon. They are creeping into your creepy brain and figuring out the things that you want, and then going, "Are you sure you don't want to buy that right now?" It's like, "No, I don't." I was just looking at that. Okay, um would you? What time or money? It says, "What would your friends say?" it's It says we do a lot of things based on our friends. That's another thing that I read recently about it. Hey, you're the you know, average of the five people you surround yourself with. I, a lot of people are saying that out there, so now I'm saying it. Hmm. Uh, but says one of the things that says most of us weigh about as much as our friends. I don't know if that's true. What the, what the hell kind of Forbes magazine, most of us weigh about as much as our friends. I've got friends of many different sizes. That's ridiculous. Um, (coughs) a little factor called the optimism bias causes most humans to assume that whatever project they undertake will be successful. Mm, I wish I had a little more of that. I don't always assume my projects are going to be successful. I guess I do. By the time I'm taking them on. Um, But uh, some of these people's answers, some people, some people say time, quite a few people say time, but some people say money, you know, um, right now I work two jobs as a veterinary technician and, uh, and an animal something or other. And the the money's bad and I need more money because I got hobbies, but really they want to get money so they can spend time doing the things they want. Um, This person's a corporate accountant, and she says she chose to take advantage of my company's time purchase program at the beginning where they say you can purchase time. You can can give back some salary, so you're taking an unpaid vacation is basically what you're doing because your salary is based on that you're only going to take the vacation days that you're allowed. So they allow you to take some unpaid vacation days and give back your money. And it says that this person did, it is a woman, Lena, and she's in her 30s, and so she takes some days off to have some 3-day vacations is that what she did? Well, I don't know. Who, who knows? Well, yeah. So anyway, uh time. Time. Here you, my uh, father was an NYPD officer and he pointed he pointed out that we had a lot of vacations with him and uh his cousins had very limited time with their dad. So, yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time to say goodbye for us this time, because I can't, now I'm reading things to you off the internet. And that's not, that's not, that's not a good use of either one of our time. You can read. I know you can read. If you figured out how to download this, the odds that you can't read are astronomically against, they're against that you can't read. In other words, I know you can read. I'm telling you, I know you can read. I'm not a mind reader, but I know you can read. Uh, And I'm saying thank you to you for listening. I'm also saying don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. That's what I always say. Um there's plenty of people who are out without giving up. Like the King of Thailand and Kevin Meany. And we're still in the game, and so let's stay in the game. After all, it's your turn, damn it! Machine, please. I'm talking. I can't hear you unless you talk into the machine.